For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Why isn't Mike Vernon in the Hockey Hall of Fame yet? We could talk about this forever. Forever! Yeah, that guy had shit spot. It was a brawl. Uh, bench clearer, like a good one. Gary Lehman was bleeding from the nose and he was bent over skating to the bench and Vernon skated up from behind didn't even see him coming reached from and blocked him right like that cool lights up and I'm oh. like yeah this is the Rod Peterson show it certainly is hello Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world welcome inside make yourselves comfortable uh, it is the RP show the number one rated daytime sports talk television show and entertainment in Canada did you know that Making our way into the United States as well as I say, hey, good morning, Jenna from Southern California. Speaking from my lips to your eyes. And we are live again at the Gray Eagle uh, Convention Center, the event center here in beautiful Calgary, Alberta, as we bring in the Moose, Darren Moose DuPont. It's an interesting day, Moose. <laughs> you are in the shadows over there. Um, it's raining and cloudy, and as I was talking with the Gray Eagle staff as I was making the trek from our uh, side of the facility over here, they're like, how you doing? I said, I'm glad I'm inside today. Yeah. And she said, right? Uh, so, yeah, rain, and as what I said to you last night as we were coming back from the movie, which we're going to talk about in moments, the rain is always needed. I still have the farmer background in me. I think it's always needed, right? Yeah. It was getting a little dusty around here. Settle the dust. Always, yeah. And for the farmer, always a little rain and then a little sunshine is what you want. So we're in a little rain today, and it doesn't look like it's going to let up anytime. Yeah, soon. good day for sports talk. So cozy on up. And coming up, I was really excited when I saw the guest list today. I mean, I always am because it's my buds. But Farhan Lalji from TSN Vancouver and my favorite rough rider ever. For sure my favorite Canadian, uh, Jeff Farrell. My favorite American rough rider ever is Don Narcisse. But Jeff Fairholm will be with us right here at the Gray Eagle. And he's kind of fashioning himself as a bit of an analyst, and he should. Two-time Grey Cup champion. Yep. He can be our analyst, and he's my favorite rough rider ever. So that's coming up in Hour 2. Can you hit the uh, quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? Thank you. I wanted to get into this first. And again, these are the, these are the six topics that pertain of interest to me. Maybe not to the rest of the world. They're not the most excited, but... To me, they are. Number one is Elvis the movie. Moose and I went last night, because we say daytime sports and entertainment talk, but we don't talk nearly enough entertainment, probably as we should. Yeah. And so we went to one of our major partners is Landmark Cinemas all across Canada. So we went to Landmark Cinemas. We had great shows, great seats. And I'm an Elvis fan, basically because of my parents more than anything. Yeah. But I grew up, you couldn't grow up in the era that I did, 70s and 80s, and not have Elvis just shoved in your face, especially the 70s. And I, I feel like I was a little bit more into it you, than you, but you still loved it. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was great. I mean, I didn't grow up with Elvis, right? It was, it was done. Um, but you know who Elvis is. You know, I knew all the songs, right? Um, and just to hear that story, so many things that you didn't realize is wild. I learned some things, yeah. and I'm sure you learned a lot of things. Uh, and so, and the soundtrack wasn't just all those great Elvis hits, but there was like 
now hip-hop and dance music combined with the Elvis hits in it, right? So yeah. it was a 2022 soundtrack plus the 60s, 50s and 60s. Oh, 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 it was so good. And the one thing where I can morph this with sports, Elvis, the movie, run, don't walk to your local landmark cinemas and go, was when he was walking at the International in Vegas to the stage and he had all his band behind him and all his hangers on. I'm like, that looked like Nick Saban leaving, leading the Crimson Tide down the tunnel for the national championship. <laughs> I'm like, he's the man. And then I had friends, uh, some that were writing me during the show. Uh, one was Jack in Alberta because he'd seen it. And I said, now I know why they call him the king. Because he is the freaking king. You know, he conducted himself right from day one. I mean, it was just wild the way he just owned the stage, did what he like. He knew who he wanted to be, even when everybody else told him that he couldn't and that he shouldn't. He knew exactly who he was. And yeah, so Elvis had that at the International. Exactly. We don't have that here. Guys. <laughs> did they forget about us? Uh, I was hoping to get the lights on, and then uh, there's a train going through here. Anyways, Elvis the movie, go to it, starring Austin Butler, but the moose still prefers Top Gun Maverick. And again, that's like choosing between pizza and ice cream. Yes. They're both great. Just which do you like more? I mean, they're both showing now at Landmark Cinemas. Point two, the Toronto Blue Jays can sweep the Boston Red Sox uh, tonight when the American League East rivals wrap up. Thank you. The lights just came on. Wrap up a three-game series at Rogers Center. The Blue Jays erased a 5-4 deficit in the bottom of the ninth inning on Tuesday night as Vladdy hit a walk-off single to give Toronto a wild 6-5 victory. The Jays have owned the Red Sox this year. And I got to say this about Vladdy. The game is what it is. Very exciting in the ninth, but we were at the movie theater. It's not all about sports, right? Then I see the interviews with Vladdy, and I'm just putting this out there. Don't cancel me. But I'm thinking, how long's Vladdy been in the majors? Shouldn't he be speaking English by now? Now, let's have a discussion about this. Don't cancel me. Uh, maybe he doesn't want to speak English, but he had the interpreter there. I don't know if you saw Sports uh, Net Connect. That's the other thing. Yeah. Tennis is on. So I'm not watching TSN in the morning. I'm watching Sportsnet Connected, and it's all Blue Jays all the time, and that's totally fine. But uh, Vladdy said whatever the Spanish version of this is my home. Uh, Rogers Center, and it is his home, but he's speaking through a translator, and that's fine. I'm inclusive. I'm very much you do you. I say it every day, so maybe he doesn't have to. I just worry about the kids that say, I don't want to learn math because I want to do me. Doing the things that you don't want to do because you know it's what you should do, and if you're going to be in North American, connect with a North American fan base, the question is, should you learn to speak the language so that you can adapt and communicate with your fans? Um, if he can communicate through the translator and it works, I, I probably, it's probably going to be fine for him and he's, it's probably going to work. But, you know, it's a tough thing to learn another language. Um, We've done it, but as it, you know. But it would, there's no doubt it would help if he learned English. I guess he's at a point he's an adult man, and you do you. do you. I would just think if I was Major League Baseball, I would want my biggest stars being able to speak the language of the continent. That's all. Shohei Otani down in uh, Anaheim doesn't either. 
So it is. It just struck me as I was watching it. Yeah. But again, I'm about inclusive inclusivity. I'm about you do you. So Val, Vladdy, you do you. Keep hitting bombs, and nobody's really going to care. That's right? right. People are writing in with their questions. This is not Taco Time viewer takeover. We got a lot of new viewers, and I appreciate you. But this is the segment of the show we call the warm up, where Darren and I go through the the uh, quick six show topics of the day. We'll get to your questions and comments later. Thanks for participating. So to point three, the Hockey Hall of Fame debate. Jordan pulled out a great clip at the start of the show where yesterday we talked about Alex McGillney and obviously we talked about Theo. And I only rant about, I'm good now. I think I'm done like twice a year I rant about Theo, not in the hall. Okay. Used to be a lot more. Right. Yeah. So a guy sent me Jeremy Roenick's numbers versus Henrik Sedin. And I'm starting to get a little riled up. And I don't want to... Now, listen, clearly you watch every day, you people, and you see that my horizons are getting very much expanded and I'm not as interested about the things that I used to be. But I would still like to be excited about the Hall of Fame. But if I look at Jeremy Roenick, stick with me. And you too, son. As Colonel Parker said to Elvis, my boy. My boy. <laughs> you pay attention, my boy. Jeremy Roenick played 1,363 games. 1,363. He had 1,216 points. Henrik Sedin played 1,330 games. Almost identical. 1,330. Versus 1,070 points. Henrik Sedin wasn't even a a point-a-game guy. Nor was Jeremy Roenick, but Roenick's numbers are way better than Sedin's, and Sedin got in. Neither one has a Stanley Cup. Theo does, and Theo's an over-appointed-game guy. And throw in the Olympic gold and the World Men's Championships and the World Juniors, too. I'm starting to think, so it's not just Theo. JR's battling some sort of stigma or something. Yeah. Because JR should probably be in the Hockey Hall of Fame, too. And I'm like, uh, so basically, this, uh, I believe the guy's name was Brad that sent it to me. I don't know him, but I'm like, I'm kind of turning a little bit in my interest on the Hockey Hall of Fame then. If guys that should be in aren't in for whatever reason, ignorance, the stigma with Theo, or a grudge or ego, which I'm assuming is JR's, I'm not as interested as I used to be. How about that? You look at you know me growing up, the great American hockey players when I was growing up, mm-hmm. and it was you know Mike Richter, Brian Leach, Brett Hall, Tony Amane, and Jeremy Roenick. Those were the guys, right? And I'm pretty sure most of them are in or going into the Hall of Fame. Uh, Mike Medano. Medano's be- part of that group, believe too. Believe me, he's not in the Hall of Fame because he is my favorite NHLer of all time. Yeah. And my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat. Her dog's named Medano, just so you know. So, yeah. Hello, Jim Solajuk, watching from Winnipeg. Appreciate you. Uh, Pinks. Uh, Todd Pinkney. Was, I, I, had a t- I had a hot button here that I didn't even expect. Okay. Uh, Pink says, if you want to play in the LPGA Tour, you are required to speak English. And that's a fact, because I got to know the LPGA people at the CP Women's Open, and they told me that. And initially, I thought, wow, that's not very inclusive. But the commissioner of the LPGA said, how do we promote our sport if the top stars can't even speak English? And he said, we just had to put this stipulation in because, frankly, all of the best golfers would be Asian because they're all great. And if you speak English, you can be on the tour. So the LPGA can do it. Phil uh, Kershaw, watching the former chairman of the CFL, he says he's watching in Victoria. He says, Vladdy speaks English. However, he's uncomfortable answering media questions in English. But yeah, you would think he would be more advanced in English by now. 
And I'm just throwing this out for discussion. I'm not sure that I'm even right. I'm rarely very right. Um, but on, with the Pats, you know, we had Europeans all the time. That's how I got to know the Russians and the Czechs and the Swedes. And, the, and our coaches would not let them speak in their language to each other. You know, there's two Swedes in the back of the bus. I won't name that coach, but you know them all. But yeah, he's been up and visited us here. Let's put it this way at the Great Eagle. He would go to the back of the bus and go, English only. And that was the rule. Could you do that in 2022? Ooh, I don't know. Because what's the best way to learn the language? Speak. speak it. Yeah. And if Vladdy's got other people that he can speak his native tongue with, he's going to speak his native tongue. Right? So why would you learn? It's a different era now. Right? You, the, you know, the Greeks. It's the Greek satellite channel in their restaurant because <laughs> they can. Yeah. The 60s and 70s, they weren't doing that. They had to assimilate. Well, and because you don't want to lose the culture. You don't want right? to lose the language. So you don't want to lose those kids um, Swedish or, or Czechoslovakian or whatever language they're speaking. But I think it's, it is important to learn the language when you're a pro athlete like that because you're here not only, you're not just here to play the game. We're not, you're not just an employee to play the game and punch a ticket. Part of what goes along with it is promoting the game, building yourself a career after baseball or after sports, and you got to be able to connect with the fam. You know, and, and, yeah, and he is only going to go so far. Yeah, it'd be glad he's connecting with home runs. So it, it's not that big a deal. And obviously I got what he meant through the interpreter. I just would have thought that it would have come a little further. Um... John Ohm in Winnipeg says, why Medano Rod, your favorite? Because, John, you watch the show every day. My dad worked for the NHL's Dallas Stars in Minnesota for 26 years. He retired as their longest-serving employee. That's why. And Mike Medano's the greatest player in franchise history. I love him. And that goes back to the PA Raider days. Now, you obviously forgot, John, I would think. Maybe he wasn't paying attention. So, hey, wonderful uh, discussion, hey? Awesome. The Hall of Fame discussion and Vladdy speaking English or not speaking English. To point four, hockey talk, more of it. It'll be a dogfight for the Memorial Cup championship tonight as the St. John Sea Dogs, the host team, and the Hamilton Bulldogs are the last two teams standing for the Canadian Hockey League championship. That's junior hockey for my American friends that don't know. The Sea Dogs with an interim coach, Gardner McDougall, with a hairline sent straight from God. Gardner, Gardner McDougall of the St. John Sea Dogs up against the Hamilton Bulldogs, who have never been in the OH, I've never been in the Memorial Cup final before. Yeah, and they were at the Memorial Cup in Regina when we were there, and great hockey team. Probably deserved oh. a little better fate then, but they've never been in the final. That's wild. I'm sending my energy to St. John, New Brunswick. Not that they need it. Can you imagine what that town will be going through right now with their host team in the Memor final tonight? And the people in Hamilton that have made the track or that are going to be watching on television their first time in a Memorial Cup final. Folks, it's the last hockey game of the year tonight. We'll be watching on TSN. Uh, Meanwhile, Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights, have announced three more additions to their coaching staff. John Stevens will serve as an assistant. Sean Burke will be a director of goaltending and goaltending coach. And Mike Rosati will be the manager of goaltending development and scouting. Would you mind, Moose, telling the viewers about running into Sean Burke on the golf course in uh, Scottsdale? I'll wait. <laughs> Just because he said hi to you, but coming across the, the driving range. And 
He's huge, and he's put his hand up. Very like, big like, guy. Who is this monster waving me down? I'm like, did I do something wrong on the course? Was my etiquette? It's a private club I was at, right? But uh, he of course. came over and said hi and shook hands and said, how are things going? Why are you here? And, you know, make sure you say hi to Rod. Love the show and love coming on. So John Burke watches the show in Scottsdale, Arizona. Yeah, hopefully we get him about Another reason to cheer for the Vegas Golden Knights. Our NHL coverage is brought to you by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, the preferred plumbing, heating, and cooling company of the RP Show. To schedule maintenance or to learn more about our services, call 306-781-2090 or visit us at broncoplumbing.com. We're going to take a break a little earlier than scheduled. Come back with CFL Week 4, deal or no deal. I got some thoughts on Saudi Live Golf, man. Okay. They're saying now live and let live. It's getting ugly down there in Oregon ahead of this weekend's event on the Live Tour. And uh, our guests coming up, Farhan Lalji and Jeff Fairholm. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show, your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Cloudy day here in the foothills. Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, the place to be as the residency continues. Hey, listen, I, we're talking about the movie Elvis, Elvis the movie last night, and you saw some similarities, right? Elvis staying on the top floor of the International in Vegas and us staying on the top floor of the Gray Eagle. Yeah. This is pretty cool. Is he pretty needed cool. a little more security than us here, though. Yeah, he needed maximum security. I don't think I've seen anybody patrolling the outside of my door. I have yet to shoot the television yet. However, like Elvis did in Las Vegas at the International. However, if I see one more person say, you aren't in trouble until you lose a game at home. <laughs> Look out. Oh, no. Okay. Right. <laughs> By the way, I just opened up the text line, the 902-518-3033 text line, and there's no text there uh, so far on the show. Hello. Wakey, wakey. This thing on. Let us know you're watching from anywhere across Canada or those 31 U.S. states where we broadcast on Game Plus Television. Love to know what's on your mind today. Let's go. Yes, sir. As we move into point five, and that is the Canadian Football League Week 4. We do it every Wednesday. It's the poll question, and that is which is Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League. Our polls brought to you by Capital Automall Universal Collision Center with dealerships all across the prairies, including Winnipeg, Regina, Calgary, and Edmonton. And from what I saw early on, and I have yet to tweet it, and that's my bad. Clark put it up on YouTube. Way to go, Clark. Leading the way. Here are your options, okay? Thursday, it's uh, BC at Ottawa. Friday, Edmonton at Hamilton. Saturday, Montreal at Saskatchewan. And Monday, Winnipeg at Toronto. And did I tell you what was leading? I feel like I did earlier on. Well, you, yeah, you said it would be BC. It was BC. Oh, it was BC. Yeah. Okay. The BC Lions at the Ottawa Red Blacks Thursday night football is leading the way in the poll for Canada's game of the week. This Nathan Rourke is taking the world by storm. Just after we got off the air yesterday, Three Down Nation posted the ratings from last week. And the BC Lions, home to the Argos, i got to be honest with you, a Saturday night, 10 p.m. Eastern kickoff, was the highest rated game. 
in Canada on Canadian television. So I'm like, the, the, you were saying earlier, not everybody's like us, that That's we right. watch sports every night. And I have a tough time just getting my head around that because yeah. not only did I do it, my mom and dad did it, my brothers did it. Growing up, we all watch sports every night if yeah. we weren't out playing. But apparently not everybody's like that. Apparently not. You know, it's funny. They still call sports like a niche audience. I know. Which is wild. I don't know, because it's been my whole life, and it's largely been your whole life. But the point is, we in the sports business have all been trying to find that secret sauce to get you people tuned in. And Nathan Rourke is that secret sauce in Canada right now, clearly. Yeah. The highest-rated game, this Canadian quarterback. Um, so, yes, the BC Lions in Ottawa is the highest-rated game. Do you want to play Deal or No Deal now? It's so much fun. I'm in. For Bet Regal, our exclusive betting partner, and I came up with this, although they do a pretty cool version of it here. Have you noticed Beat the Boss? Beat the Boss. They yeah, they the do it here. At Grey Eagle, I, was, I randomly walked into the middle of it one night. Thank God they didn't ask me to play. It's just like Howie Mandel, deal or no deal here, but it's called Beat the Boss. Would you like to play it? I would love Is to. Is that something you'd be interested I in? I would love to. I wouldn't. I would, people don't, don't understand. I'd be like, don't pick me. Don't pick. I was always that guy. Don't pick me. I don't want people looking at me. I'm not, because I'm not big on like, you know, um, I don't know. I, I would like to host a game show. I think that would be cool. You'd be so good. I would love to host a game show. Because largely, it's scripted and you know where you're going. But then you can drop in little moments and have some fun with it. I would love to host a game show. If anybody's hiring. LFG. Yeah, buddy. Uh, hang on. To the, to the bat phone. <laughs> Arlen Bruce III's watching an AB. I just love me some AB. Always have. Even though he never suited up for the green. Arlen says this is a high-end sports talk show, not a porn site. FYI. He got a Rick Regan for that. Um, Jason and yeah, Jason and Red Deer. Good morning, sports fans and friends tuning in from a so far sunny Red Deer, Alberta. Just wait half an hour and it should be raining. LOL. Jack and Vulcan, Alberta. Rod, sorry for being late. Bit of a mishap this morning. As for Elvis, I loved it. And because I'm a little closer to the actual story, I can tell you it was mostly 100% accurate. Here. It was a little sad. Oh, it was actually a lot sad. Uh, cer- certainly near the end. You got to go, man. You got to go. And go to Landmark Cinemas because you have a choice. But they're our exclusive cinema partner, our exclusive movie partner. Go see Elvis the movie. Uh, and I'll say Steve-O's channel is watching from Ontario. And I, he's been firing in a lot of questions here. And I'll just get to some. He says that the Nathan Rourke thing is good for the league. I'm sure the league won't do anything about this hype, but we'll see. Eh, too early to say this is, in a way, a tempest in a teapot. We're only into week four. Nathan Works only played two games, but clearly Canada is paying attention. As we were saying earlier, we in the sports business are trying to find that magical secret sauce. You can't bottle it. You can't sell it, or else you would have. We would have years ago. What You don't know what the non-sports people are going to latch on to. They want a good story, and uh, that's going to make them watch. And clearly, so far, it's Nathan Rourke. I think it's awesome. Yeah, but it just is. to say he's the next Joe Montana is pump the brakes. Okay, it's a little premature, but the longer this goes, the more excitement there there will be, and the more comparisons and 
you know, wondering what the possibilities are for this kid, but he's got to keep it going. And uh, let's have close games too, because I turned off the BC Toronto game the other night. It was a blowout. Yeah. Okay, we want close games. We want stars. We want Canadian stars. What else can we order up on the check? If it only worked that way. Well, you ordered pizza and passed it at the Grey Eagle Buffet, and it's on the menu. I don't know how to feel about that. I whined and complained to the people here at the Grey Eagle that I wanted pizza on the buffet, and now it's been on two straight nights. I'm starting to think maybe there's a little bit to this complaining business. Squeaky wheel. Gets the grease. Not with us, it doesn't. I'll tell you that for free, but clearly with the chef here, it does. Yeah. By the way, Mike Abumeshwick the other day is celiac. I should tell you that, the former CFL lineman. The chef here at the Gray Eagle made him his own meal. I couldn't believe it. How the, the uh, hospitality. Amazing. Well, I shouldn't be surprised because Kevin Yates is the manager of Sutina Hospitality here, and they just have treated us so clearly. Hello. Right? They're just, come on in. Let us take care of you. Yeah. And don't want to leave. That's how they've been taking care of us. Anyways, back on track. Nelson, our VP of Sim Events. He's been running simulations, and I find this very interesting. If you care for the betting, last week his simulations were 4-0 and for CFL picks. He runs computer simulations. We've all heard about this. This isn't new, right? Everybody knows what that is. Yeah. Do you want to know what his results were for this week? Yeah. If you want to put some money down, and you want to wager on these games, you might want to pay attention to Nelson's uh, wager. BC Lions will win at Ottawa 26-19. Oh, we haven't played Deal or No Deal yet. Well, maybe this will influence your, your uh, betting, okay? okay? He's got, no, the computer has the Hamilton Tiger Cats getting off the snide and beating the Edmonton Elks 24-18. Okay. Who do you think wins between Saskatchewan and Montreal based on computer simulation. Saskatchewan. Yeah, 23-21. Yeah. Okay. And then that game in Toronto, Winnipeg at the Argonauts. What do you think? Winnipeg. Yeah, 24-17. Oh, close. So that's the computer simulations from Nelson, our VP of simulations. But with Darren, we're going to play deal or no deal with the betting line put together by our exclusive betting partner of the Canadian Football League and ours, Bet Regal. Okay, here we go. So it's Thursday, BC at Ottawa. The Lions are favored by 2.5. Are you taking that bet? I'm taking it. He is. I'm not. I think Ottawa's going to win. Okay. Edmonton at Hamilton. As mentioned on Friday Night Football, the Ticats are favored by 7. Do the Ticats cover the spread? No deal. You're not taking the bait because you think Edmonton will win the football game. I do. I do. At least they'll keep it within a touchdown. But I think Edmonton might be due for their first win. Battle of winless teams. I'm going to take Hamilton to win the football game. Uh, Montreal at Saskatchewan on Saturday. The Rough Riders are favored by five at Mosaic Stadium. They lost big time in Montreal last week. Riders favored by five at home over Montreal. Deal or no deal? I'm going to go no deal. I'm going to take the Owls. Dun, dun, dun. Trevor Harris starting, by the way, which should surprise no one, but that news came out yesterday. I am taking the Saskatchewan Rough Riders to win and cover. Five points or more. And then on Monday, as mentioned, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers favored by five over the Toronto Argonauts at BMO Field in Toronto. Deal or no deal? I, you got a deal there. I'll take Winnipeg. All right. Done deal. You? I'm going to take it as well. Uh, yeah. 
Interestingly, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers might not lose a game. I'm not joking. Yeah, they're that good. That'll be, that'll be a fun story to follow, you know, how long can they keep this going and remain undefeated? Steve-O's channel watching in Ontario says, they like you, Rod. Who's he referring to? I'm not sure. Maybe the chef at uh, the Grey Eagle Buffet? That would be one, yeah. That would be one place to start. <laughs> okay, here we go. 902-518-3033. Asking you, shall receive... Kevin writes in, watching in St. Albert, Alberta. Thank you, Kevin, for chiming in. I appreciate that. The Calgary Stampeders, by the way, have the week off. They have a bye, uh, and they are 3-0. and So I wonder what they'll be getting up to, probably going out to the mountains and that kind of thing. Oh, I'm not even I'm sorry. I didn't get through all my topics, and I wanted to spend some time on this. By the way, our junior hockey coverage, and sadly the season ends tonight, but it's brought to you by Cavendish Farms. Proud supporters of junior hockey in Canada. Both the draft coming up and free agency, there's still going to be lots of hockey talk and junior hockey talk. Our sixth and final point, Saudi-backed Live Golf is getting a chilly reception in Oregon. It's first stop in the United States. On Thursday, the series descends on Pumpkin Ridge Golf Club in tiny North Plains, west of Portland. We're carried out there on TDS Cable, by the way. We have a lot of viewers out there in Oregon, so be careful what you say. The North Plains mayor, officials from surrounding cities, and Oregon Senator Ron Wyden are speaking out against the tournament. Opponents point to Saudi Arabia's human rights abuses. There are concerns the event could bring major protests to town, to the town of just 3,400 people. Tickets to the event prohibit fans from displaying political signs. Did you see the news conference yesterday with Pat Perez, Brooks Kepka, Patrick Reed? I just saw some headlines. I didn't actually get to see the whole news I'm conference. sitting there going, this is disgusting what these reporters are being allowed to get away with asking these golfers this. The, the golfers were physically squirming in their seats. It was, uh, well, Brooks, at the, at the U.S. Open, you said you were against the Saudi tour, and now you're on it. What changed? He's like, my opinion and the guy pushed him. He's like, I'm allowed to change my opinion, right? Yeah. And then uh, the other guy says to Pat Perez, well, how do you feel about the human rights atrocities committed by the Saudi government? And Pat goes, I'm here to play golf. <laughs> you know, and then the next reporter, have you guys been coached by public relations on how to answer these questions? And Kepka's like, nope, unless you want to train me. <laughs> Kepka's awesome, man. I'm starting to become more of a fan of this. So I don't know how far I want to go down the road on this. I mean, I have thoughts. I really have thoughts about the Saudi government and backing this. The one thing I will say is any sports backing, if you knew the infusion of mob money into a sports team, I'm not going to name any, but let's say your team was funded by organized crime. How do you feel to take the ice uh, as a product of the avails of prostitution and drug dealing? I'm just here to play hockey, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is the, not the guy who asked me to play for the team is not with the mob or the blah, 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 blah. Greg Norman's the guy asking these players to come play golf. So, you know, yeah, there's, it is overhanging, though. The, the one thing with this, as opposed to, you know, your local sports team that might be funded by some dirty money, is it's well known that this is funded by the Saudis. So at least they know going in, but... There's those degrees of separation, right? They're not promoting yeah. that. 
They're trying to create this competition. And they're trying to improve the PGA Tour at the same time. I feel like we got to get into this next hour, okay? Because you got thoughts. And maybe Farhan has some. He'll join us next. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Hey, check it out. You see that screen? Some of the great acts coming to the Great Eagle Event Center here in Calgary. Nazareth, the special guest ahead, pins August 12th. Dancing Queen, a tribute to Eva. August 13th, the Bare Naked Ladies. August 20th, Terry Fader, the winner of America's Got Talent, coming September 16th. Tracy Morgan, the comedian, and his no disrespect to her September 29th. Go to GreyEagleResortAndCasino.ca to see the complete list and buy your tickets. Well, obviously, we want to talk CFL, and we will with TSN's Farhan Lalji, who joins us from Vancouver. But, Farhan, if you saw the end of the last segment where we were talking live golf, please tell me you're going to Oregon this weekend to cover the big event down there. Uh, actually, no, I'm not. I got lots of other things to do up here on the West Coast, but uh, I'm not going to make it all the way down to Oregon. I will get to the Oregon Coast later this summer, though. I'm pretty excited about going down, but will not see the tournament, my friend. Is there some buzz about that uh, on the West Coast about what's going to go down, go on down there in in Oregon? Not necessarily. I mean, you know, I, uh, I follow a couple of people that um, are, are fairly prominent writers in the the Portland and Oregon areas, and. You know, as everything with this tour, it's pretty polarizing, right? I mean, there's a lot of people in that area who believe that tournaments shouldn't be taking place and the course itself shouldn't be supporting it and allowing them there. And then, you know, as more and more PGA players wind up joining this tour, it becomes less and less of an issue, which is, you know, kind of, I think, what they were looking for to begin with, right? So um, it, it's still it's still somewhat polarizing. I wouldn't be surprised if there was some, you know, minor protest, obviously, this isn't necessarily a political event. It's a sporting event, but it certainly could get used in either direction. So um, a lot of, you know, a lot of heat around the topic when it first got announced a couple of months ago, but a little less so now. I know you didn't come on to talk about that. But our viewers have just latched on to it. We'll save that for viewer takeover yeah. next segment. We obviously brought you on to talk about the Canadian Football League. Is it uh, 10 p.m. Eastern kickoff last week? Lions and Argos was the highest rated on TSN, and you were part of it. I watched it surprising at all that the lions uh, were number one and we, we all know why yeah look i think there's a lot of curiosity around nathan rourke and just what the kid's all about right and as i've said to nathan and, and the people across the country i think he's going to be everybody's second favorite quarterback right uh you know in saskatchewan they're going to love cody Fajardo, but the next guy that they're cheering for is going to be nathan rourke and i think that's a common theme around the country and you know, with the Argos, I always say there's a lot of Argo fans. There's just not a lot of people willing to say and admit that they're Argo fans. So, uh, yeah, you know, it doesn't surprise me that people are watching. Of course, he was raised in Oakville. So uh, a lot of interest around him, and I think that's going to continue. I'm curious to see what Thursday's ratings are because generally the Red Blacks aren't a very hot ticket as far as television is concerned. But again, I mean, I think people are going to want to uh, catch Rourke Mania right now because it's in full effect. And for our American viewers, uh, they're tuned in, I think, for the football coverage. They probably know that Nathan Rourke is this Canadian stud quarterback for the BC Lions that played at Ohio. Um, you were the one talking about the NFL interest in Nathan. Tell us something about him that the average fan wouldn't know. They're just getting to know Nathan Rourke. What's, what's his deal, Nathan, Farhan? Nathan Rourke still lives at home with his parents. And, and I'm, that's, that's, you know, that's Nathan, right? I mean, it's, 
It's who he is. He is a he is a very focused, determined young man, and he and he is young, right? I mean, you don't see a lot of quarterbacks in this league playing at 24, right? I mean, Bo Levi Mitchell did a little bit at a fairly young age, but usually what happens before they come to Canada is they spend time at a number of NFL camps, right? And and even in the case of a guy like Cody, who came up here relatively early, uh, he spent a number of years at varying uh, CFL teams, including Toronto, including BC, and, you know, and kind of learning the game, learning the league before he gets an opportunity to play, right? So the fact that Nathan came up here right out of college, uh, was able to play a little bit in his first year and prepare and get ready for it, but, you know, the, the biggest thing with Nathan is is just the work ethic. And people will say, well, they're all like that. You know, all quarterbacks are like that. No, no. All great quarterbacks are like that, right? Just uh, guys that just spend that much time in the building, truly build a rapport with their teammates, have a, a complete, huge understanding of the offense and what the defenses are trying to do around them. But, you know, he's just he's a young, humble kid who still lives at home. And, and I think there's a, a, a much longer story to be told as we get through his career here, because I think he's got a lot of good football ahead of him. Well, isn't that nice? It's like milk and cookies, Sidney Crosby type uh, personality. With yeah. Ted in Red Deer says, by the way, Farhan is a great insider, tons of football and hockey knowledge. Uh, there's absolutely no doubt about that. But the one thing about Nathan, we've had him on this show. I've been around him a little bit. He reminds me of a Ricky Ray, Dave Dickinson. Those guys are Hall of Famers. So I don't want to get ahead of myself. But he's not going to be, I don't think, cracking jokes. He's pretty stern. He's kind of ice through his veins guy. You're not going to probably hire him to speak at your banquet because he's not going to have them rolling in the aisles. He's very focused, right, and just a very even, sort of a Joe Burrow type, if I may. You and I were both at Super Bowl. That's the kind of guy you want as your quarterback. Yeah, you know, and I think as he gets older and gets more comfortable, you know, with the limelight, I think you might see a little bit more of his personality coming out. But generally, he's pretty serious, you know, in terms of just the passion he's got for his craft. And it's funny because I've compared him and Michael O'Connor. Michael O'Connor is serious, right? Um, whereas, hmm. you know, I, I think uh, I think Nate is not necessarily funny, ha-ha, but he, you know, he does smile and laugh a lot. and. Um, you know, is, is a fairly easygoing young man and doesn't take himself too seriously, but certainly takes his work very, very seriously. Let me ask you this as we are on the eve of week four kickoff and it's BC at Ottawa week four in the CFL. What are the other storylines that have you intrigued in the CFL so far this season? Well, there's a lot of teams that we're still trying to figure out. I mean, obviously what's happened in Montreal where they've changed quarterbacks uh, and it's not a week-to-week change, right? Like, this is a legitimate change. It's now Trevor Harris's ball to run with. I think uh, that was it was a big one for me, just um, how quickly that change was made in the second quarter of the second game, and it looks like it's going to continue for a while. Um, you know, who are the Hamilton Tiger Cats, right? Nobody expected to see them at 0-3. Uh, the offensive line is terrible right now. Now, it's, a lot of that is injury-related, and they're going to get a Revenberg back this week. They'll, they'll have Colin Kelly in their lineup, so they'll be a little more experienced and you know, maybe that can stabilize things. And, you know, I, I'm not sure I expected Edmonton to be as bad as they've been, right? I mean, I, I know that they uh, were a little bit more competitive in the last game, but generally I didn't expect them to struggle this much coming out of the gate. So there's a few storylines around that. You know, how does Saskatchewan rebound from losing uh, some key weapons on the offensive side of the ball? First of all, Kyron Moore before the season started, but now Shaq Evans, right, and, and a difficult outing for Cody Fajardo and the Riders in the last one. So we'll see how they rebound. but. Uh, more than anything, I, I think just, you know, the Nathan Rourke story is a big one, but but also Montreal and Hamilton just kind of seeing where they're at so far with the quarterback situation in Montreal and just the 0-3 record in Hamilton. 
Yeah, overall, I think a pretty good start to the season and some pretty good games, although mm-hmm. you've had some blowouts there under the orange top. Uh, and lastly, in 90 seconds, what is your Vancouver Canucks update as we get ready for the NHL draft in Montreal? Well, no real update yet. I mean, you know, I, I think the first order of business for them is to kind of get some contract situations sorted out with both Brock Besser and JT Miller. If they can do that, that gives them some clarity, both going into the draft and then free agency on the 13th. So um, two complicated situations, uh, big money due JT Miller's way, a big qualifying offer for Brock Besser. They're going to have to navigate that to decide how they're going to approach those other two benchmark dates in July. All right. Sounds good, man. We're watching everything you do. Great work. Hope you're uh, having fun. It seems like you are. And uh, enjoy the summer. Thanks, Rod. Always good talking to you. TSN's Farhan Lalji joining us from Vancouver. When we come back, a Taco Time viewer takeover. We'll get to all of your thoughts on today's uh, six-topic sports menu. It's a busy one. And coming up in Hour 2, Hall of Famer Jeff Fairholm. Great Cup winner with both the Argonauts and the Rough Riders. He's got a lot of hot takes and everything going on. We'll be right back. You're watching on Game Plus TV. You can always catch the podcast, too, wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It's Taco Time viewer takeover here, live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. As you see the uh, skies at least opening up a little bit, we're seeing some sunshine here, and I appreciate the people that have picked up the phone and texted me. And I'm going to get to the uh, sports update in a moment. I hope there's a lot of comments have come in. Thank you. Watching on Game Plus Television, Dave Mason writes, I'm listening from Kate Breton by way of Hamilton. Hoping for a Bulldogs win tonight was at Hamilton's last Memorial Cup win in 1976. Thin Cups over the New Westminster Bruins. Just a toddler for the 1962 Memorial Cup win for our Red Wings. RP show, best daytime show around. Can we get him something? How about He's that? watching from Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. But here's, oh man, this really mind screwed me. Somewhere I saw that the Hamilton Bulldogs franchise, this is their first Memorial Cup final, and we got Dave saying Hamilton's last Memorial Cup win was 1976. To quote my dad, can we get a ruling on this? It's one thing to be the same city, it's another to be the same franchise, and if this isn't Hamilton's first ever appearance in the Memorial Cup final, I'll still be watching, and I'll still be pulling for them, but I won't be losing sleep over it. Thank you, Dave, for pointing that out, and thank you for watching in Cape Breton, Nova Scotia, on Game Plus Television. How about that? Jeff Caldwell writes in. He is watching in Redmond, Oregon, and he says, interesting that Live Golf would choose Portland, known for their liberal protests, as their first U.S. event. I know, right? I was thinking kind of the same thing. Why would they choose this town of 3,400 people overall, this Saudi-backed Live Golf League? And we're all going to be watching. DG in Saskatoon watching says, Morning, guys. I'll just jump in with the Live Golf discussion with an ESPN report from May 19th, which uncovered that NBA owners have over $10 billion tied to Chinese business and businesses linked to the Chinese Communist Party. That doesn't even include Nike's Phil Knight and his offer to buy the Portland Trailblazers. Did Nike have any factories in China? I don't remember. Simply, no money in pro sports is pristine, clean anywhere. 
That's what I was getting to. If we knew what was behind some of these huge entities that are funding sports, we wouldn't even play the games. And that's why I'm with the golfers I'm more and more and more every day. If I was running that Live Golf Tour and these reporters were asking those asinized questions at the news conference, I would pick them up and throw them out the door. You want to ask questions about golf? Let's go. You want to talk political stuff and make these guys feel bad? There's the door. No other league would allow the media to do that. Brady in Saskatoon says, hey, Rod, Rattlers are on a three-game winning streak. Coming off a win right last on. night against the Newfoundland Growlers. I told you it was guaranteed win night. He says, I like Sask versus Montreal as the CFL game of the week. Will the Riders seek redemption and fix their penalty issues, or will they come out slow and unorganized? Nathan Rourke is an amazing quarterback and will take the Lions to great heights. Here he is. But thank you, Brady. And by the way, I'll jump into a sports update here. The Saskatchewan Rattlers started and ended the game hot as they defeated the Newfoundland Growlers 90-71 in CEBL action in Saskatoon last night. The game was close midway through the third quarter, but the Rattlers went on a run to lead by 22 points at one point. They won their third game in a row. They're 6-4. and four. The Growlers now 0-9 expansion team. They're really growling. With a win tonight, the Blue Jays can sweep the American League East rivals following a wild 6-5 win over Boston last night. Blue Jays ace Alec Manoa slated to pitch today's finale against Canadian Nick Pavetta of Victoria, B.C. for Boston. Toronto opens a four-day, five-game Canada Day weekend series at home against the Tampa Bay Rays on Thursday. Two Canadian soccer squads are in action tonight as Major League Soccer rolls out a seven-game hump day schedule. CF Montreal is heading west, hoping to rise in the east. Montreal plays the Sounders in Seattle, looking for a win to move into a tie for top spot in the Eastern Conference. The Toronto FC Reds will host the Columbus Crew at BMO Field. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room, your official home of Slow Pitch, open Wednesday to Sunday for the Tab Brewhouse and drive Through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. And actually a brand new, very exciting sponsor next week. Last minute of play in hour one. Last minute of play. A very exciting and brand new sponsor starting next week with us. Stay tuned for that. Nice work by our sales crew. You got to love it when a plan comes together. Next hour, yeah, my favorite Rough Rider ever, but a two-time Grey Cup champion, a Hall of Famer. Jeff Fairholm's going to be with us here. He won a Grey Cup with the Argos and the Rough Riders, 97 and 89. So we'll be talking CFL stuff. We'll be talking probably some NFL stuff. For sure, golf. Jeff's a major golfer. We'll get into the Deshaun Watson thing because we're still waiting on the fate. We should know by the end of the day if we haven't... Already, by now, a decision being handed down on the suspension for Deshaun Watson. Cleveland's quarterback supposed to come down today. Stick around. Hour two coming up after this break here on Game Plus TV. How about that? Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.